The great mansion had been deserted since the war. Nobody wanted to buy it, and why would they? There, in the middle of the countryside, the decaying corpse of a once grand estate eerily loomed, dark, empty, cold, silent, rotting, and a heavy presence permeated the destitute overgrowth-infested grounds. The glory days of this sad estate were far gone, and now it was better suited to host a midnight skeletal soiree than any party in the mortal realm. An ancestral relative dared to visit the place, and all she had to say about it was that the house was in a parlous condition, weeds growing up to the lower windows, and doors open and swinging on broken hinges. Some felt the place was cursed, and it was high time it be demolished. So that's exactly what happened. But before the wrecking ball was set loose on the ancient stone walls, two curious artifacts were retrieved from the place. Two green woman's brocade shoes. Two shoes that quite possibly were the source of the ominous curse of Papillon Hall. Once upon a time, way back in the 1620s, a splendid house was built on the outskirts of the small rural village of Lubenham, tucked away in the middle of England. It was built by David Papillon, a French architect and military engineer who was involved in London-area property development. This house, which came to be known as Papillon Hall, was a handsome two-story stone building built in the shape of an octagon with the roof forming a cross. It had one entrance, and the first floor rooms were connected to each other, with prominent windows that had a commanding view of the surrounding countryside. The top floor consisted of four attics with sloping sides. Papillon Hall was built on high ground, with land sloping away on all sides, and it was even surrounded by a moat. Things were quiet enough at Papillon Hall at first. David married and remarried. Various family lived in Papillon Hall for the next 70 years, up until David's great-grandson, David Papillon II, took over the manor in the late 1600s or early 1700s. David II grew a reputation with the villagers of Lubenham. Old Pamp, or Lord Pamp, as they called him, was greatly feared, and many thought he was in league with the devil himself. Stories swirled around about Old Pamp fixing anyone who crossed him the wrong way. One story tells of a group of plowmen who were unable to move 
until Old Pamp released them at the end of the day. Any misfortunes suffered by the townsfolk of Lubenham were blamed on Old Pamp, and it is told that they went as far as making crosses in their bread dough while baking to avert the evil stare of Old Pamp. Word got around that before his marriage, Old Pamp kept a Spanish mistress in the house. She was said to have been kept locked up as a prisoner in the East Attic, but was occasionally permitted to walk on the roof for exercise. It was understood that she eventually died in 1715, but with no record of her death or burial, people didn't know for sure what to believe as to the circumstances of her occupancy or death. It was thought, though, that Old Pamp, thinking his mistress to be a witch, murdered her. Just before she died, the mistress uttered a curse that anyone who removed her shoes from the house would suffer ill fortune. This story about the curse stuck with the estate. And as the hall passed through various hands in the following years, the shoes were handed with the title deed to the new owners. In 1866, the shoes were removed from Papillon Hall and taken to nearby Leicester. But the current owners of the hall quickly became spooked, complaining of constantly hearing loud noises in the night. They promptly brought the shoes back to the estate, and all was quiet again. The house was sold six years later, and again the shoes left the house, as the next owners lent them to an exhibition in Paris. Life after that was so bad at the hall, with mysterious sounds and unexplained happenings, that the owners had to temporarily move out of the house until the shoes were returned to it after the exhibition. Finally, in 1884, the next owner, a Mr. C. Walker, was determined to make no trouble with the shoes. He went so far as to build a special case for them, where they would remain above the fireplace, padlocked, but with a grill in front so they could still be seen. Once again, things quieted down at the estate for a time. But that all changed 20 years later when the newest owner, Captain Frank Belleville, took possession of Papillon Hall. In 1903, Captain Frank Belleville made big plans for extensive alterations to the aging Papillon Hall, Among other things, he planned to extend the house to include an extra story, as well as adding four wings to the main structure, forming the shape of a butterfly. In these wings would be housed the dining room, the billiards room, the kitchen, and a servant's hall. As renovations got underway, Captain Belleville sent the infamous green shoes to an associate's home for safekeeping. And this was the beginning of a string of curious misfortunes. Shortly after work started, a female skeleton was found walled up in a tiny room. This room was in the very same attic that old Pamps' mistress was thought to have been kept. Had the mysterious, tragic owner of the green shoes finally been found? Was this skeleton the source of the many hauntings experienced over the past several decades? Well, to add to it all... As the workers continued renovating, they started experiencing frequent accidents on the job. In fact, at one point, a brick fell, killing one of the workers. At this point, they refused to do any more work on the estate. During this time, Captain Belleville also fell off his horse, 
suffering a fractured skull. As the tragedies and misfortunes started piling up, the shoes were promptly brought back to the estate. And once again, as so many times before, things quieted down. In 1909, Captain Belleville once again dared to remove the shoes from Papillon Hall. This time, he lent them to a museum exhibition in Leicester. Shortly after the shoes left the estate, the good captain had another bad fall from his horse while hunting. Then a thunderstorm rolled through, setting Papillon Hall on fire. In connection with this, three horses were killed, and some say that two men died as well. The shoes were rushed back to Papillon Hall, thrown in their special case above the fireplace, and the story goes that Captain Belleville threw the key to the case in the pond of the moat. Fast forward to World War II, where Papillon Hall, now all but abandoned, was used as soldiers' quarters. Rumor has it that on a couple of different occasions, the shoes were removed from the hall and the soldiers involved in taking the shoes were killed in action. But each time, the shoes were returned. Finally, in 1945, after the war, after the soldiers had left, and after Papillon Hall lay silent and deserted, only one shoe remained. But in 1951, when the hall was finally demolished, the other shoe was found under the floorboards. Eventually, in the 1980s, the shoes were donated by a Mrs. Barbara Papillon to the local museum, and that is where they remain to this day. If anything else, hopefully, after so many years, the woman whose bones were found locked away in the attic can finally rest in peace, whether it be the Spanish mistress of Old Pamp or some other unaccounted-for person. We can only imagine the sad and horrific circumstances that led to her final resting place. It makes you wonder if, perhaps, Papillon Hall had other dark secrets to hide. At this point, I guess we'll never know. And as far as the green brocade shoes go, are they really cursed? Are they the source of so much fear and misfortune that befell Papillon Hall over the decades and even centuries? Are they just an old pair of shoes? Or is there more to them? Well, if the shoe fits... The crypt doors creak and the tombstones quake. Tombstones wing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim brain ghosts come out to socialize. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For show notes, more information, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at our website, immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Facebook. Five-star reviews are hugely appreciated and super helpful. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled. As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree, Spooks are right for the midnight free. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes. Start to shriek and harmonize. Then we go spot to socialize. 
When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, we proclaim where spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize. Wise as spooks of every size. <laughs>